When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Drunk in one word. Unique. I just go with the flow. He's got so many nicknames, but I nicknamed him Broncolicious. That's the best name I've ever heard. Robbie G. And he'll just make your day just by talking to him. Holy guacamole! Welcome to NFL Live. All the latest on Gronk announcing his retirement just a little while ago. That's coming your way. Our guest analyst and Dominican Sue back again today. We're so glad to have you again. I can't believe you're back for another one. Of course. Dealt with us yesterday, but you, you wanted more. And we wanted more. All right. We're getting to you. You were also a teammate of Gronk's. So we'll get all the latest there. Robert Griffin III, Adam Schefter, Marcus Spears is joining us in moments. And we got a lot to get to. Let's get right back to that breaking news. One of our top stories today, tight end Rob Gronkowski says he's retiring. He broke this news to Jordan Schultz announced it on IG as well. He said, I want to thank the whole entire first-class Buccaneers organization for an amazing ride, trusting me to come back to play and help build a championship team. I will now be going back into my retirement home, walking away from football again with my head held high, knowing I gave it everything I had, good or bad, every time I stepped out onto the field. And Gronk, listen, if you talk about tight ends in the NFL, one of the best, if not maybe the best of all time, four-time Super Bowl champion, four-time first-team All-Pro, five-time Pro Bowl selection, most 100-yard games by a tight end ever. What can't this guy do? And we'll get into it a little bit later if we really think he's going to stay retired. But first, I'll start with you. And, Dominican, as being a most recent teammate to him, it, just what was your reaction to hearing this? Because just yesterday we're talking about whether or not we thought he would come back. You said you thought he might come back this year. I really thought he would, but it, does, it makes a lot of sense. I think he wants to retire, enjoy his life as he's been throughout this offseason, but really have an opportunity to say, ah, let me pause, let me really see how the team goes, and then maybe consider coming back or really just stay retired. What's your impression of what he was like as a teammate and what he brought to the field, being able to watch him on that side of the ball? From a teammate standpoint, excellent, fun-loving, a lot of energy. Obviously, that's what he's known for. When it comes from a teammate perspective and actually playing, he brings in that grit and grind, Mm. and he's a red zone threat, moving the chains, just one of those guys that's one of the few, one of the very few have done it as excellently as he does at the tight end position. And in Dominican, I think when you're talking about Rob Gronkowski, He is absolutely in the discussion as the greatest tight end who ever played. Who is in that conversation right now? We'd have Mike Ditka. We'd have John Mackey. We'd have Tony Gonzalez. We'd have Kellen Winslow, Shannon Sharp. And Rob Gronkowski's right there with any of them. But just as important is the fact that nobody, nobody ever had more fun playing or away (laughs) from the field than Rob Gronkowski. Can you think of a player who was a better tight end and who had more fun playing that sport or seem to have more fun away from the field than Rob Gronkowski. You look at some of the accomplishments during the course of his career. Four-time All-Pro, a five-time Pro Bowl selection, a four-time Super Bowl champ, the most 100-yard receiving games of any tight end. He could block, he could catch, 
He never had a bad day. Rob Gronkowski was a champion on and off the field. Hey, Marcus is here. Hey, how, how everybody doing? Hey. Hey, hey. <laughs> Get in there, Swagoo. Hey, I know, Boogie, I know what this was. This was, this was Sue not wanting another D lineman on the show because he had it all to himself yesterday. Yeah, I'm he back. Said, he said, I'm hey, back, keep, keep that Swagoo out of here. <laughs> no doubt. Him, listen, listen, the, 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 the things the guys have said about Grunk, is, is absolutely on the money. Here's the other thing I'll say, because y'all know me. I like to have a good time, and that's what I equate Gronk to. Do you know what these guys do for a locker room when mm. it gets monotonous in training camp, when it gets monotonous throughout the season? And I know everybody believes that every NFL player is excited and just over the moon to play every Sunday. Well, y'all know I keep it honest. Let's tell the truth. No, we not. Bodies hurting. <laughs> Mindset, you're tired, you probably suffered the last loss. You got to get yourself ready to go. And there are always guys in the locker room that can lighten the load with their personalities. They can lighten the load with joking and how they get about doing things. I've always thought that that was an important component to really good football teams. And that's something else that I've heard and known about Grunk since he played in the league. How much other guys gravitated to the personality and allowed themselves to kind of have a good time playing the game. Yeah, Robert, right before we started on this show, you were saying, I'm a little sad because one of my favorite players is retiring. What is it about Gronk that makes him one of your favorites? That's exactly what Swagoo was talking about, just the fun he brought to the game. And I'll take it even a step further. Gronk yeah. was, was so much fun for the fans as well, mm. right? They, they fell in love mm -hmm. with him. And, and honestly, none of us would be doing this show, and the players wouldn't play the game if it wasn't for the fans. So I know there's a lot of fans out there right now that are, that are sad because they're not going to see any more Gronk yeah. strikes. And for me as a quarterback, I never had a Gronk, right? Never had one. But this guy could stretch the field. He could do everything you asked tight end to do make the contested catches I can only tell you how many times Tom Brady probably threw a pass to Gronk and thought he had no chance to catch it and somehow Gronk found a way to make that play that type of player is priceless and on top of that he can block his tail off right almost mm. slipped up there but he can block <laughs> his tail yeah. off as a tight end and I do think I do think he's the greatest tight end ever I'll go ahead and say it for you guys don't worry but to, to, to RG3's point, Thrizzle, point, Boogie, mm. here's the other thing that we have to start putting into Grunk's resume or legacy. He's one of the most clutch football players that yeah. ever played. Mm. Like when we start going through Rob Gronkowski's career, we are going to realize how many big catches and high leverage moments he made that either resulted in first downs or touchdowns and knowing that the ball was going to him. So hmm. that's another thing we're going to have to attach to his legacy as well is how impactful he was at hmm. the most high leverage moments in Super Bowls and playoff games to help his team overcome. Yeah, you're to that point, you're looking at it on the screen. Most playoff touchdowns, he's second all time on that list. Incredibly clutch. And, you know, listen, yep. you can put numbers on this, Dominican, but you were in some of those team meetings. You saw how Tom Brady reacted to him and how the entire offense of the Buccaneers reacted to him during that time there. How would you describe what it was like knowing that you had that kind of clutch guy on your offense? I mean, Swagoo is 100% right. And to answer your question, I love that 
that we're on the team together. We have a nice tandem on here on NFL. My Live. brother. My brother. <laughs> so let's get it done. Yes. But to your point, I think it's ex- exactly what a quarterback wants. Yeah. To be able to have somebody they can fully rely on at any particular point in time. And it's up to that defense to put two and three guys around him to try and stop him. So yeah. anybody would love a uh, tight end like that. Hey, these two D-line guys are going to be getting it popping here today because we got a whole lot more <laughs> coming your way as it relates to that. You There's know it. You know there. it. I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay, here's another piece of this Rob Gronkowski retirement that, like I said, just came down about an hour and a half ago. This from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, their statement as it reads there, it said, Rob is a true professional who left it all on the field for us the past two seasons, helped establish a championship culture in our building. That's how they're saying it. And Jason Light, certainly a big piece of that statement as well. We will get back into this a little bit later on the show and finding out if we really think he's going to stay retired. There's a few pieces on that. But let's get to a developing story in the NFL today, guys. Cleveland Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson has settled all but four of the lawsuits filed against him. Attorney Tony Busby said in a statement on Tuesday, this is the statement as it follows. Today I announced that all cases against Deshaun Watson, with the exception of four, have settled. We're working through the paperwork related to those settlements. Once we have done so, those particular cases will be dismissed. The terms and amounts of the settlements are confidential. We won't comment further on the settlements or those cases. As stated, Ashley Solis is one of the heroes of this story. Her case has not settled, and thus her story and that of the other three brave women will continue. I look forward to trying these cases in due course, consistent with other docket obligations and the court's schedule. So let's welcome in ESPN investigative reporter John Barr, as well as Adam Schefter here with us. John, we start with you from a legal perspective. How do we get to this point? Well, Ashley Solis, who you just mentioned, Laura, was the very first woman to file a lawsuit against Deshaun Watson in March of last year. Uh, she is a was a massage therapist in the Houston area who alleged uh, that Watson behaved in a sexually inappropriate way during a massage session. Twenty-five women at one point had active civil lawsuits against Deshaun Watson. One of those women withdrew because she didn't want her name revealed. And now we know that 20 of the 24 remaining will settle, Ashley Solis being uh, one that will not settle. Uh, So at present, as you've said, there are four active civil lawsuits against Deshaun Watson. You'll recall also that two Texas grand juries failed to indict Watson, essentially clearing him of any criminal exposure. And uh, of those four remaining lawsuits, you know, Busby identified Ashley Solis, but he did not identify the other three women who are still suing Watson, and he has yet to file the paperwork to remove or dismiss those uh, 20 lawsuits. So it's still not clear to us who the other three women are who have active lawsuits against Watson. What we do know is that if any of those cases go to trial, and I would say after today's developments, that's an even bigger if, it will not be until after the NFL season. Uh, Watson's attorney, Rusty Harden, and Tony Busby, the attorney for the women who are suing Watson, have worked out an agreement, and they have agreed that there will not be a trial from August of this year until March of 2023. So the earliest there could even be a civil trial, if there is one, wouldn't be until after this NFL season, Laura. Mm, That's an interesting point on the timeline there. Adam, what are the next steps for the NFL, given this most recent information that came out today? 
Listen, the NFL has had Lisa Friel investigating this particular situation. The league has spoken to roughly 18 of the women who have accused Deshaun Watson of inappropriate behavior here. And I think the league would like to get the disciplinary process wrapped up here in the coming weeks, certainly by the start of training camp. And so what will happen here is that Lisa Freel will make a recommendation to the disciplinary officer, Sue Robinson, the National Football League Players Association, also will make a recommendation, and they'll see whether or not they can agree on some sort of discipline here. If not, Sue Robinson can certainly hand down the discipline, and then either side would have the right to appeal to Commissioner Goodell or who he decided to have as an appeals officer. But clearly, the league wants to have a significant suspension imposed upon Deshaun Watson, and the NFLPA is going to fight that. And we will see here, I would imagine, sooner rather than later, what the league believes is fair punishment for Deshaun Watson for his role here and the events that have unfolded over the last 18 or so months. All right, we'll keep an eye on that. And again, the news of today, Deshaun Watson has settled all but four of the lawsuits filed against him. Thanks to John Barr for joining us here. A lot more Adam is coming your way on NFL Live. And keep it locked right here as we have a lot to get to today. As we have told you, and Dominic and Sue with us throughout this show, you see him sacking a bunch of quarterbacks out there. We said the D-line we're going to have a lot of fun today. And Dominic is going to tell us his favorite QB to bring down. Wait till you find out who's on the top of the list. And Rob Gronkowski announcing he retires today. He has a whole lot of fun, and we're going to show you a lot of that fun next on the show. Keep it right here. You see that control straight up in the air, baby. That's how you do it. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. NFL Live is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Bundle and protect today under one roof. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. And Amakin Sue was with us yesterday, too. We had some fun pitching him on some new teams. Looks like the Bucks are out of the picture, but Ooh. excited to look at all the other options. Can we pitch and Dominican on some teams? Because I want to throw one out. How about the Chargers? Yeah, Bosa and Khalil Mack is a beautiful pitcher. Khalil Mack will be headed back to the AFC West. And it was Bosa! I would love to have either one of those guys on side of me, if not both of them. Let's pitch you on the Rams. I don't know if their cap is going to allow something like that. Duncan, how about the Raiders? $20 million Ooh. in cap space right Vegas. now. You got Max Crosby and Chandler Jones on the outside. What do you think? 
I like it. Chandler Jones. Pressure again from Crosby. It's an interesting opportunity for sure. By the end of this show, maybe we'll have this all figured out. All right, so if you guys were like, you know, can you guys just calm down? He actually piled on here. Look at our guy. As Sue saying this morning, he liked the Vegas idea. He said Raiders could be fun. So look what we found. An old photo of Indomitian Sue and Charles Barkley wearing Raiders gear. Look at that. It was meant to be. You remember taking this picture? Uh, the funny story about this <laughs> picture was me and Charles Barkley met when I was supposed to be sick. My mom oh. took me down to the Coliseum down in Portland, Oregon, and they were playing. And she said, I know you're sick, but let's just stop by. And they were having practice, and I got to get this picture. So I was a lucky kid. <laughs> Look at that. Swagoo, what do you think about this? I love it. It's a prelude to where he probably going to end up based on all of that talk y'all had yesterday. And then he hanging with my guy, Chuck. But you know me and Chuck, we close, we get down. Man, this, this is the most beautiful day on NFL Live ever, man. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry, Dan, but I'm not, okay? No, this we're the not best sorry day about Dan. This is the best Go day ahead, ever. Adam. <laughs> Well, listen, I know that Indomitian is a very financially savvy guy. And so what we did is we came up with the no state taxes Ooh. and took a look at those Ooh. teams. Let's call it up on a box here right now, Laura. States Dallas. without state income tax. Dallas. Dallas is a team Uh-oh. that stands out. Like Indomitian, there would be a lot of Sioux Cowboy jerseys <laughs> that would be sold. Come on, come on. Come that on, Sue. Come on, Marty man. paid him off we to know, get him to do this. Come on, man. Chef, chef. We know about Tampa. We know about Miami. Been there, done that. Let's go on to something new. <laughs> chef, so just stop. Chef, just stop at Dallas. <laughs> chef, at I, Dallas. I, I like it, to be honest just with you. stop at Dallas. And there's been some good conversations with Jerry oh. in the past, but I just don't know if he's really ready for that. Oh. I would love to take that defense to the next level, but Sue, it's on. an interesting opportunity. I'll help. I will help. Wait, wait, wait. Look, I will help. Wouldn't I it be great? You, like, you are somebody. Wait, hold on. Swaggo, keep it down a second. Indomitian <laughs> is somebody that likes okay, to learn sorry, from sorry. a lot of people. Wouldn't you love to pick the brain of Jerry Jones for uh-huh. this upcoming year about marketing and learn from him no while you're making money without having your money taxed in Texas? He it is one, of, one of the best to do it in the NFL, one of the best owners. Amazing stadium. Like I've, I've been around that arena and then what he's done in Frisco. Absolutely brilliant. Listen, oh, as, as savvy you. as you are trenches. financially, you Jerry might trenches. be able to learn a thing or two from you. So we'll see if that ends up happening. <laughs> Swagoo's going to take this time to go call up Jerry himself. And by the way, if we're talking about the credentials of Sue, this man has sacked 41 different quarterbacks over his career. A list that includes some names Lord, sure to wind up in Canton. Look at him right there. Sue has sacked six of the top <clears throat> ten quarterbacks in NFL history in pass yards, including the quarterback he sacked the most in Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's like, please don't go anywhere. You're going to be playing me. All right, so we have to find out your favorite QBs to sack. We're going to keep Marcus with us here for some D-line love. Let's rank them five to one, five being your fifth most favorite, and this one's going to be your favorite to sack. Take it away. So you got a lot of great quarterbacks down here, but Jay Cutler actually became one of my teammates, but I love going against him when he was with the Bears and I was with the Lions. (laughs) He is absolutely a, a tough, tough guy with Look at you dragging him down there. Golly, Look at that. So you sacked golly, him six bro. and a half times, and you were enjoying that mm-hmm. one a lot. Yeah, no, he's, he's a tough guy and, and has a lot of fun. Talks a little noise as well. How about number four? Number four. This is going to be an interesting one. Tom <laughs> Brady. Another former teammate. Ooh. 
excuse me. They're four. Number four. Great. Obviously the GOAT, one of the best to do it. But when I was in Miami and he was with the Patriots, we mm. had a lot of fun battles. Look at that sack two and a half times by you. Did you guys ever talk about that whenever you ended up being his teammate? Yeah, it's funny enough. We had an uh, interesting conversation. I actually almost hurt him before he was going oh. to the playoffs, and I, I felt really bad about it. <laughs> like, mm-mm. Swagoo, you've done that too. I, oh, yeah. We, I, I, listen, we're going to have two D linemen. We're going to talk about sacks. <laughs> I only got 10 in my career, and Dama let me hold about 40 of yours, and there'll be a different scenario. <laughs> no but problem. I got the talk, too. That's what, this is number one for me. This is number one because you know, even when you break free through the line of scrimmage, you probably still ain't going to get there. I don't know what happened. I blinked, and I was laying on top of Tom Brady, and he still had the ball in his hands. <laughs> Number three on your list of favorite quarterbacks to sack. Yes, back to the north, Aaron Rodgers. We've had a lot of ballads, a lot of battles, excuse me, and tons of back and forth. He loves to chirp, and one you see all the time when we go against each other. I've usually been getting the best of him, though, when it comes to those wins. <laughs> uh, what, what was his chirping like? He's just upset because I'm getting back to him and rattling uh-huh. him, making sure he can't get to his great quarterback or get, his, get to his great receivers. Hey, listen, if you end up going to the Raiders, you'll be with one of those yeah, great receivers. Like Dante Adams. I know, you're loving the B&B. All right, number two. Swagoo. Uh-oh, I'm Swagoo. On your team. Uh, All damn. All damn. Had a blast in the playoffs. <laughs> Got a back-to-back sacks against Romo, trying to win that game uh, as a defensive front. And Come on, man. It was, it was tough. Sacks is crazy though. Like you got him just the Come play before, on, and then you go right back at him. Man, it was late in the late in the game, and I was just I wanted to win that that yeah. playoff game for that city of Detroit, an amazing city. I love spending time there. All right, your number one favorite quarterback to sack. Who's it gonna be? Super Bowl has to be Mahomes. Whoa! Had one and a half going against him and his team, okay. and a major okay. shutout as a defensive okay. uh, front. <laughs> I love it. All right, walk me through that play right there. So, funny enough, this young guy, Gil, who's going to be an amazing defensive end for the Buccaneers here yeah. soon, I said, let's switch. I'm going to play in. You play uh, You play DT. I burnt the edge. He met me in the middle, and we got after the quarterback and ended the game. The communication <laughs> there. Hey, that's key if you're going to bring these guys down. All right, right before we go to break, I just want one more guy that stuck out to you on this list who didn't make your list, but who was really hard to bring down for you. Mr. Phillip Rivers. Yeah. Uh, an amazing man. Uh, Phillip. Got, got to talk to him a lot of times throughout his career. Uh, played the last time against him when I was in L.A., and he's just a guy I have an ultimate respect for just the way he's carried out through his game. Yeah, and hard to bring down. He's a big dude. Yeah, big country big guy. Woo! All right, we got a lot more coming your way on NFL Live. This show is nowhere near being over. Back to our top story next. Rob Gronkowski is officially retired. We're going to bring you the best Gronk moments of all time. Discuss his legacy as one of the greatest tight ends of all time. Not sure who else could even top that list. We'll wait to find out. We'll be back. Keep it right here. Grand Spike, you want to hit the belly of the football to give it the most maximalist power that it can possibly have so it can bounce as high as possible and just who knows what's going to happen. All right, show us. And when you hold the ball, you want to kind of like grip it like that so when it hits the ground, that, you know, belly part hits the ground and boom, explodes everywhere. You do ready? Do it. No, you do it. Oh, yeah. you want and me to do it? And then I'll do it. And then I'll All right, it. you ready? you got to celebrate and Grand Spike it now, baby. That control straight up in the air, baby. That's how you do it. Let's go. I scored, I scored. You scored. I scored. 
touchdown. Oh, not bad, not bad. I give that, that a, a, a two out of that ten. Was not bad a though, zero. not bad. It was I give zero. A two. All right, high five, thank yes. you. Good job. God, my spike sucked. My spike was so bad. Swagoo's over there judging me. Anyway, all right, here's the reality. It's a big day for Rob Gronkowski and his legacy, announcing his retirement after 11 NFL seasons. He made this announcement officially on Instagram, and he's one of the best to ever do it. Four-time Super Bowl champion, four-time first-team All-Pro. He's done so much in the game, and he's had a whole lot of fun while doing it. And look at this. With all the touchdown spikes and parade dances, don't forget, this is one of the greatest playoff performers in NFL history, so clutch. The only player with more playoff touchdown catches than Rob Gronkowski is the GOAT wideout himself, Jerry Rice. We, we've talked a lot <laughs> earlier on the show about the legacy and what he brings to the table. Marcus, when you think about how clutch Gronk is, though, what comes to mind yeah. for you? For Kansas City, AFC championship mm. game. You think about the Super Bowl when you needed a play, when it was a drought in scoring touchdowns. You find Gronk in the back of the end zone if you're Tom Brady. We talk about Tom Brady being the GOAT, and rightfully so. But he also played with another guy that's going to be considered one of the greatest of all time at tight end in Rob Gronkowski. And you got to be able to trust guys. And nothing speaks to your career more than when you retire, more than what your teammates say about you, more than what the guys say about you that you yeah. played with. And I haven't heard anybody tell me Rob Gronkowski wasn't a great teammate. But more importantly, Rob was going to show up when it was a big game and things was on the line. He was going to be a guy right in the middle of the action, whether that's popping a block for a run or mm. obviously catch it, making plays downfield. So I think he's one of the most clutch players. And I don't think we've talked about that enough with Rob Gronkowski as we've talked about how great he was throughout his career. Hey, when we get Tom Brady's reaction, we're going to bring it to you. But uh, we're also thinking that Tom Brady's going to be on the phone maybe at some point halfway through the season. Like, come on, man, you want to come back? Here is Tom Brady's reaction. You see this on Instagram, of course. A great photo of those two together. And honestly, guys, the print's too small. Can't even read it. Oh, there we go. Hey, teammate, friend, brother, just a few of the words that come to mind when I think of Gronk. I'll let you all read the rest of it. And maybe I need some glasses. But RG3, as you see that from Tom Brady, a goat recognizing another goat. What do you think? Yeah, it's funny how these goats, like, they can, they tend to travel in packs. And, and Rob Gronkowski is definitely the goat of tight ends. I know there's a lot of other guys out there that have an opportunity to make that claim. But his impact on the game is not measured just by his stats. It's also, like like uh, Swagoo was saying, this is a guy that's going to pop a block. He's going to pop a big catch. He also going to go pop bottles with you off the field. And I think that's what made guys love him so much and made the fans really love love him as a player no this is amazing that yak action you, you just look at those two guys as <laughs> rg3 said they're goats that travel together and i wouldn't be surprised if gronk comes back at some point during the middle of the Ooh. season and might want to go for another ring if they're set up for that piece so okay. we'll be very very interesting to see if he comes out of retirement or he stays retired yeah i think we swagger you might have just uh, coined a term yakshin are we in on that anyway oh adam you're raising your finger go yeah, ahead yeah that's a well, yeah. no, listen, his agent, his agent, Drew Rosenau, said today that he won't be surprised ah. if Rob Gronkowski comes back okay. in the middle of this season or even next season and basically resumes that championship hunt if Tom Brady calls. And look, I remember Rob Gronkowski saying the last time he retired that if Tom Brady called him and made a special plea to him, that he might be tempted to come back. And so I think 
We're in the mm-hmm. same position, albeit he's a little bit older right now. His body's a little bit more beaten up. But the fact remains, as Indomitian is saying, if this team is on a championship march or this team has a needed tight end later in the year when they're winning games, if Gronk had to come back to finish out the regular season and make a postseason run, does anybody wonder whether or not he'd be tempted to do that? I think it's fair Man. to assume he would be. So we'll assume right now that he's retiring for good, but we'll also know that if things are going just right and Tom places that call to Gronk, mm. that maybe hey. we'll see him play again. Adam, I love it, but Indomitian, quickly, is it that easy for him to just like slide right back in? I mean, you, you've been there before when he d- did that. I, I wouldn't say it's easy, but I think he has an ability to do it without question. He's had different seasons where mm-hmm. he's been hurt earlier yeah. in the year and had to take some time off and then come back. Last year was one of those cases. He broke some ribs against L.A., was out for like six to eight weeks, and then had an opportunity to come back and really be impactful for us, which he was. All right, so let's live in a world, though, right now that yeah. he actually is retired and when a goat mm-hmm. retires, mm-hmm. we bring you their top five plays all time. So let's do that right now with Rob Gronkowski. As you look down the list, I'm going to give this one to you and Domkin. Super Bowl 55, and he was dominant in that game. Yeah, he was definitely dominant in that game and actually won the Disney Award to go out to Orlando and have a little fun after that Super Bowl win. <laughs> Look at him throwing the Lombardi. You were there, but you weren't really quite doing what he was doing, were you? Yeah, I was hey, a little get more it. chill get because it, my wife was about eight and a half months pregnant, so That's a good I was man a little, right there. Re- little relaxed. That's a good man. Number four, 2017, Week 15, Patriots at Steelers. Robert, what you think? Oh, I remember this one. I remember this one. I mean, look at Tom Brady's not only getting a little freaky in the pocket, but Rob Gronkowski, like I said, when Brady threw that throw, he had no idea that Gronk was going to catch it. How about a big fella going low with the arm brace on to bring in that catch? I mean, that gets you excited. Number three, Swagoo, 2011 divisional round. Broncos at Pats with Gronk right there. Insane catch. Yeah, yeah, the post corner, first of all, crazy. Hey, Tom, throw it to the pylon. I'm going to go get it. It don't matter who the hell over here. The big fella just made plays. When you needed to have him made, he was going to make a play. Find some space, make the play, Rob. Adam, it's your turn. 2017, week 16, Bills at Pats. Woo! Well, how many of those catches have we seen where you go over the shoulder, behind the catch, one-handed, in the clutch, against, against the team he probably grew up rooting for, the Buffalo Bills? Okay, you get to do number one in Dominican. 2014, week nine, Broncos at Pats. Peyton Manning, and then Broncos uh, end up not being able to do it because Gronk nabbing that one-handed back shoulder. What is that? Look at that. Look at Nothing anybody can do. He's got (laughs) three to five people around him, and he just says, this is my ball. (laughs) I'm going to go score. (laughs) He's got the brace on. I mean, I don't even know what. That's nuts. All right, uh, so listen, since we just showed you some great video, let's show you some more. The Warriors uh, look like they were having some fun yesterday. We're talking about these championship parades. Uh, how about Clay Thompson? What <laughs> happened there, Swagoo? We got the heavy head, or what was going on? <sighs> First of all, Clay, pick your damn feet up, bro. And if anybody is in need of a linebacker, Clay looked like he got great form when he go ahead for a tackle. Head up, shoulder meet the body and take him down and then help your opponent up. He said, I apologize, my lady, but I'm working on his Sundays about to come back with the NFL. I need to get started. Yo. Linebacker Clay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't like I feel bad, but the lady was okay, so we it's okay to laugh. She was like, Where yeah, did this Yeah, guy sorry, come sorry, from? I didn't mention that. No, no. Thank, glad fine. she okay. Glad she okay. And one of my favorite things just now was you got hit Robert by, watch la- that. Ma'am <laughs> Ma'am, you got hit by Bobby Boucher, but you are fine, okay? You are good. 
She can take a hit. Hey, listen, I've taken a few hits in my day, and it's something to be proud of. All right, up next on NFL Live, the contract extension is looming for Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson. No agent, no problem. Our guest analyst, Dominican Sue, has experience in that field. He weighs in next. We'll get to that, and we'll be right back on NFL Live. Keep it right here. What if in 2024 you got a little bit better every day? When you're learning a new language with Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. And if Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just three weeks, imagine what you could do in a full year. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Try Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. It's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. They have over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com tackle. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash tackle. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash tackle. Rules and restrictions may apply. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. So glad you're with us today on NFL Live, and let's talk Lamar Jackson. Since we've got the financially savvy and Dominican Sue here with us, Lamar is representing himself in these contract negotiations, which can be difficult, but it seems like both sides are happy. Well, here's John Harbaugh with more. I know he's working hard. You know, Lamar Jackson's a hard worker, so I'm not worried about how hard he's working. Fully expect him to come back in great shape. You know, that's what he talks about. Lamar's, you know, you know, he's what drives our team. You know, he's, he's QB1, and, um, you know, the energy, you know, around him being here lifts everybody up. Oh, we actually did. We, we did. You know, it's a conversation. That's all. We're just keeping it private. I asked my guys how they feel if I stay home. They was like, you know, it's cool. Chemistry going to be there when I get there for um, camp. So I was just good, just trying to grind. It is funny because it's like, what did we expect? Lamar was going to be like, well, here's exactly how the negotiations are going. Let me reveal everything to you guys. <laughs> but, Dominican, you have negotiated your own contract before in the NFL. What do you think of Lamar doing this on such a massive scale? I think it's very important for a guy like this to be in those conversations. This is probably the only business that we're a part of and participate and really have no true participation of having those direct conversations. When I'm having discussions around PEVC, being an advisor, being on boards, yeah. I'm in those direct conversations in that boardroom, so he should do the same thing, setting his, his family up for life. So it's very important, for, in my opinion, for him to be a part of all those discussions and hear, hear it from the horse's mouth. And they both want to be on the same side, so why not just have 
easy conversations. How is he protected from the Players Association angle? I think a lot of people don't know that. Yeah, I think the most important thing is that every single contract is ran through by the PA. They mm. have lawyers there on staff that re- review every single piece. And you leverage them as an athlete and understand that they're going to protect you. That's what you pay your dues for and mm. move on from there. Robert. Yeah, I mean, Lamar Jackson wants to be his own agent. He's got his own way of doing things. And I, I say, do you, boo-boo? Uh, you know, I played with him for three years as his, as his backup. And, and, and actually, I talked to him last night, and I said, hey, LJ, what you want the people to know about what's going on? You know what he said? Nothing. It's exactly what he wants it to be. He wants everybody to be talking about what's going on and throwing stuff at the wall to see what sticks. Because at the end of the day, he's kicking back laughing about all this stuff he is unbothered and if he decides to go out and play under the contract that he has that's his decision he is the ceo of trust productions and and at the end of the day lamar jackson like i said plays the game different and he's handling the financial side of it differently as well and people need to be okay with that yeah i mean this is all very hunky-dory and i get it but swagoo should he be showing up to camp should he be out there competing potentially risking injury I believe he should show up, Boogie. I believe he he shouldn't do a damn thing in practice, okay? Mm. Unless it's a walkthrough or a two-step drop, and I know that don't even exist. Lamar is a competitor, and when you get into a football environment, naturally he's going to want to go out there and do what he does. And the risk of injury, right? Like, this narrative is changing a little bit because we saw Dak Prescott almost rip, have his ankle ripped off Mm. his leg and still got a contract. Still got really good money from Dallas. But in this particular situation, with Lamar Jackson and how he plays the game, his ability to move is imperative to that $240 million he probably going to get guaranteed. And I wouldn't risk that if I was him. Also, when you think about this relationship, y'all, I don't know if anybody else has seen anything, but I don't think it's been contentious. This is not one of those situations where we've come on television and been like, man, Lamar and the Ravens are at an impasse. Did you hear what the GM said from Baltimore about Lamar Jackson contract situation? Did you hear what Lamar said about the Ravens? None of that has transpired. And and I I know we, we talk about it and we get the question. I actually like some decorum between the player and the team when they trying to get a contract done. Now, it could be ugly. Behind the scenes, but but from everything that I've seen, read, and heard through people around the league, this is not a contentious negotiation, which is the right step anyway. Guys, this is very simple. Lamar Jackson is knee-deep, and don't let him know your next move. That is what he is doing. He is betting on himself every single day he waits to negotiate his contract. His number is going up. There is no fear of injury. This guy's bet on himself his entire life. If the Ravens really want to sign Lamar, offer him $60 million a year for 10 years. I there promise you, you he will sign that contract today. Okay. But if they're not going to do that and they're going to negotiate and continue to go about this, then it's up to Lamar Jackson to decide when he wants to step up to the table. Hey, Robert, real fast. Did you actually text him, you do you, boo-boo? No, say no. Say no, Drizzle. Okay, okay. I did not text other men, do you, boo boo? That is not what I do. But listen, Lamar, hey, 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 h
but we also don't text them, hey, big head, either, Arthur. <laughs> hey, I'm nah. going to explain, I'm gonna explain that yeah, to him. I want to understand I gotta what the hey, big head yeah, is. about that. I learned something here on NFL Live. I love when I remember things. Okay. All right, still to come on the show, we still got more coming your way from the Gronk retirement announcement. You're going to hear from Bruce Arians after the break. Also, what does Tom Brady look like without his star tight end? Keep it right here. Hey, big head. I like going out there, having a good time. Patriots select Rob Gronkowski. UFC Fight Night Saturday from the Apex in Las Vegas with our lightweight main event. The prelims start at 7 Eastern on ESPN2, followed by the main card at 10 on ESPN. Both available on ESPN Plus, which you can get by going to ESPNPlus.com or downloading the ESPN app. Here on NFL Live today, some of our big news is Rob Gronkowski officially announcing his retirement. Here's the reaction from Bruce Arians, of course, the retired head coach of the Buccaneers. He said it was an absolute pleasure coaching you. Thanks for giving us everything every day, and I wish nothing but the best, my man. That's the overall sentiment. Every teammate, every coach, people talking about Gronk, it's that he gave it all when it mattered. And so with Gronk walking away, that makes you think, well, what is Tom Brady going to be like losing his six foot six, 265-pound security blanket? Since Gronk entered the league in 2010, Brady averaged almost a full yard more per attempt with the big fella on the field compared to when he was out of the game. How would you describe, Indomitian, that relationship with them and how you think this impacts Brady going forward without Gronk out there? Yeah, I think it's a big impact. And one is, as you mentioned before, a security blanket. And it's a big gap that the Bucks have to fill. Yeah. They have a guy, Cameron Brate, that uh, could potentially do that, but I don't know if he can do it the whole way. But in addition to that, you have Chris Godwin coming off injury and you don't know when you're going to get him back. So there's some things that they need to figure out, and especially losing him is going to be a, a tough one for them. And it's interesting because I think this whole time a lot of us kind of thought, well, yeah, sure, Gronk's going to just come on back. And, and listen, maybe that door's still open for later on in the season, as you've mentioned a couple times on this show. But either way, you got to envision that offense without him. And it's going to be interesting to see what that looks like. All right, let's get to the Steelers, guys, as we talk about their quarterback battle. Kenny Pickett is going to have to battle it out with Mitch Trubisky to win the starting job in Pittsburgh. And he's already impressed with his number one weapon in Chase Claypool. Chase Claypool's had a a lot of different remarks this week, but he had some bold remarks about a few different things. Let's listen in to what he had to say, including this QB battle. I know I'm a top five receiver. Yeah. I know I'm a top three receiver. Yeah. Yeah. I look, you know, I'm like, keep going. Yeah, keep going. You know, I, I just Can we get some numbers? People, right? When I'm working, I'm like, oh, you know what I'm saying? I'm a dog. Like, right, 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 right. <laughs> I'm a dog. People line up across from me, too. And I just got to bring that confidence, and I got to bring that spirit, and I just got to show the people. Kenny, the quarterback, they're going to win a division. What? I said it again. Judd Burrow. Hey, we're going to dog them. Judd oh, Burrow. They got, they got Joe Burrow. Judd Burrow. They have one. Blur. It ain't that one. So what you saying, is he going, is he, is, is he? Speaking How does he look? How does he look? He looks good. He's mobile. He's fat. He's faster than people think. Um, so that's going to be new for us. And uh, I think it's going to create plays. You see, like, so many of Jamar's plays and T's plays Talk about are from Joe leaving the pocket, making plays happen. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're young, we're versatile, we're dynamic. So he's going to add to that. 
Okay, all this on the I Am Athlete podcast. Uh, you heard that in the beginning part. Chase Claypool saying he's a top three receiver in the NFL. We're going to move on past that one and go to the other part where he was comparing Kenny Pickett to Joe Burrow. So, Robert, you spent time with Pickett leading up to the draft. Is he comparable to Joe Burrow as they're talking about there? Uh, I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a tough comparison because of what Joe Burrow has done in the league. But when you look at Joe Burrow, his first year without Jamar Chase, it was a completely different story. So Kenny Pickett, after going and working out with him, I realized that this guy has been working like a maniac for the last six years down at the test training facility in New Jersey. He is way more athletic than people give him credit for, and he's a step ahead of the defense. And some people said his ceiling, uh, he's already reached his ceiling because of what he did in college. Well, that's a pretty dang good ceiling. Guys, he broke all of Dan Marino's records at Pitt, and he is going to give the Steelers something that they haven't had in a really long time, which is a mobile quarterback, and he can operate from the pocket. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in seeing it. First of all, let me like don't make that comparison right now. Like I get it, Chase Claypool, and I get that people want to bring that comparison up. Listen, man, before Joe Burrow got injured with the Cincinnati Bengals, we knew that they had a franchise quarterback, and that was after an injury. Oh, by the way, when he came back from the injury, the Bengals played in the Super Bowl last year. So let's just be cautious about, like, throwing that out there like that. I like Kenny Pickett. I like when he came out of college. I think where he got drafted at is a great landing spot, not because he was at Pitt, but because he'll have time to develop. And I still believe he needs a little bit of that time for the NFL game for him to take that next step. But I do believe he's the future in Pittsburgh. All right, we got time for one more thing before we go here. And first of all, I just want to thank Indomitian Sue for being with us these last couple nah. of days. You've been absolutely Boogie. awesome. What, Swagoo? Uh, hold on. Oh, this again? No, Seriously? The, my, man, my man Clay, he took, he hit the lady. The lady bounced back up, but she ain't like Boogie because I oh, want to no. show y'all something. You, you want to see a real no. take a hit on the sideline and then bounce back and do a job? Look at oh. this. Look at this. This my. This is Boogie standing on the sideline, getting ready impressive. to report. She that don't know what's happening. Look how she popped back and up and get back, back to work. Hey, look how she I look back, back and, and it still got me. Listen, don't try to sack me because so I'll you, get right back up. Um, and fun fact, I actually y'all still don't this. did the y'all report. Y'all don't know this, but in her core, she's a defensive lineman. I am. In her core. I she's eat a like D-lineman. one, too. So, yeah. Um, either way, once again, oh thanks to Indomitian for being here with us this week. It's been so much fun, and we will see you tomorrow. <laughs>